0: if you hadn't figured it out based on the readings and the collect this is Good Shepherd Sunday and what is a good shepherd? One thing that Jesus tells us is that the shepherd is there as protector of the sheep why does he emphasize this? well this gospel story comes from John immediately after the story of the man born blind that we heard way back on the fourth Sunday of Lent. So you don't have to get your calendars out, that was March 19th. And if you remember, that story ends with Jesus telling some of the Pharisees that it isn't the blind man who can't see, but they, the Pharisees, who are blind. And then he starts with this story talking about thieves and robbers, trying to get to his sheep. Jesus is telling those Pharisees that the good shepherd is there to protect the ordinary people that are following him. Just like sheep, the people know to trust the good shepherds that lead them, and they have a sense of who is leading them properly and who is leading them astray. Jesus used this parable of a good shepherd because it was a very common image to the people of his time. And where do we see good shepherds today? Another way of asking this question is, if Jesus were going to tell this parable to this parish, what image would he use instead of a shepherd? A possible answer is he might use the examples of our Pope, our bishops, or our priests as protectors of the church and its teachings. Or maybe he would use images of our first responders. Many of us remember the images from September 11th showing firemen racing into a burning World Trade Center tower, attempting to save the people inside. Or closer to home, what about Officer Nicholas Wilt who raced into a bank here in downtown Louisville to save the employees inside from a gunman? Yet another possible example would be the nurses and the doctors who worked tirelessly during the beginnings of the COVID-19 pandemic. But maybe Jesus would be less dramatic and use the commonplace example of a mother or a father caring for a child with the flu. The parent provides hugs to calm and comfort the child without worrying about getting sick themselves. All these people are great examples of someone who's there to protect the sheep despite potential danger to themselves. And if Jesus is telling us he's the shepherd and we are the sheep what is he here to protect us from I think my answer to this is he's here to protect us from ourselves in the second reading from St. Peter we're reminded that we have gone astray like sheep Jesus tells us he's not only the shepherd he's the gate that can keep the sheep safe sheep gates protect not only by keeping bad things out, but keeping the sheep in. The sheep stay in the sheepfold overnight to be protected until the good shepherd calls them out. And likewise, the church is there as our gate, at least until Jesus calls us home. When we're not protected by the gates of the church, we tend to wander away aimlessly and get ourselves into trouble. The devil is always there to tempt us. We start off on our own thinking the grass is greener somewhere over there. We think we've got it all figured out and can watch out for ourselves, but that usually isn't the case. We just end up getting into trouble. But luckily, we have Jesus and the church as our protector. The church is the source of the sacraments. Through our baptism and our confirmations, we've all been given, some degree, the gift of discernment. So that means we have the ability to know what we need to do. We just need to ask Jesus through the Eucharist, to give us the strength to do what we need to do. The church is also a source of unity and community. We, as the body of Christ, can help each other out. We can keep those around us on the right path, just as they help us to do the same. We remind each other of what the Good Shepherd's voice sounds like We can follow the church's plans and not get lost following the voices of the world. And as part of this community, we need to be reminded occasionally of this unity that we share. Each weekend, we come here to this church and we're given a chance to start over again. The reason for the sign of peace right before communion is that this is a chance to symbolically recommit ourselves to those around us. I have the privilege of saying let us offer each other a sign of Christ's peace. Regardless of our feelings or our failings at that moment we are committing ourselves to each other and to the whole church and we are then unified in receiving Jesus, who's truly present here with us in the Eucharist. I want to close by asking us all to make a point of praying for the church this week. While I just said that the church is our protector, she still needs our prayers. And there are a lot of things to pray for in the church. First, you could pray for the leaders of the church, that they are blessed with a spirit of wisdom so that they can make good decisions. We can also pray for a sense of unity in the church, that we are united as one flock and not wandering about as our own. Ironically, yesterday, as I was praying the morning office It was the feast, actually, sorry, it was a memorial of St. Catherine, and that was her prayer for the unity of the church. So I thought of this homily I was about to say. You can pray that the church is effective in in providing sacraments to us who are in need of them, or maybe you have your own ideas on what the church needs. Regardless, they're all good things to take to prayer. Finally, after praying for the church, let's remember our good shepherd Jesus. Let us all listen to him and follow him wherever he leads us. Amen.